Hey, you're listening to Deep Focus. I'm Mitch Goldman. This is part three of our program from December 10th, 2018. Melvin Gibbs, my guest on the topic of the Art Ensemble of Chicago. And if you're enjoying this music, and I hope you are, then you should make it part of your life. Art Ensemble of Chicago, tons of great albums, especially from this time period that we're looking at, Melvin and I. Melvin Gibbs. Check out Melvin and his supergroup, Harriet Tubman, and listen to all the great things that he's making and producing and writing and leading on his own. He's a great artist, and it's such a treat having his insight into this band and getting to think about uh, the shaping influence that they had on him. I love this. <laughs> this is great stuff. Let's go to part three. Um, if you're enjoying it, you should subscribe. You'll find us on um, all your favorite podcast places. And you can go to mitchgoldman.podbean.com to see where we are hosted and uh, sign up and like us. It's all free. Just um, something we're giving away because we can. Okay, part three. Deep Focus, Melvin Gibbs on Art Ensemble of Chicago, December 10th, 
You are listening to WKCR and uh, music from the Art Ensemble Chicago that you've never heard because it's from the WKCR archives, a European radio broadcast from August 1974 in Utrecht, Holland, and a special featured attraction of Muhal Richard Abrams with the Art Ensemble Chicago. Show's Deep Focus. I'm Mitch Goldman. Melvin Gibbs is here with me, and uh, we're looking into the WKCR Periscope at the Art Ensemble Chicago. Yes, which is a great, great Periscope, first of all. Thanks for having me. I always enjoy coming up here and sharing this music with people and, you know, sharing the things that I like that uh, you wonder if the rest of the planet cares, but... (laughs) But you care, listeners. I care, exactly. You care, we care. Exactly, the people who care, care yes. very much. Yeah, and you know them. You know who they are. Yeah. And um, very, okay, now if you've been listening, we've been here since 6 o'clock. Um, that's two and a half hours or so if you're uh, not here in our time zone. And we heard a show from 1977 and then this one from 74 with Muhal. Wildly different. Uh two shows together really barely scraping the surface of what this band is capable of doing but um melvin you want to talk a little bit about the the places and spaces and textures and colors well it's really interesting just listening to the compositional aspect of uh this gig because as i was saying earlier uh there's a very uh it's a lot of thought goes into what they're doing and even the stuff uh I'm trying to figure out how to frame this okay you know you read these books about uh there were a few years ago there were a bunch of books about uh high level um what what is the word working at a very high level and they start they talk about the explicit knowledge and implicit knowledge and there's a lot of implicit knowledge in how ex, uh, being expressed in art ensemble's music. But in addition, there's a very strong compositional, you know, explicit, okay, we're going to do this this way, and this is going to happen in such, at such and such point in the concert. It's a very interesting kind of uh, cross pollination between those two ways of thinking that I find is really interesting. Uh, as far as textures, it's really, the other thing that's really interesting is the, the way they use this kind of really traditional instrumental palette. I mean, you know, it's, these instruments are like, when was the sax invented? In the 1800s or whatever. It's these very kind of old instruments that they kind of get, basically they figured out everything you're not supposed to do on the instrument and that's what they did. <laughs> and they made a whole, uh, uh, added those sounds to the palette. For me, uh, before we move on, the thing I've been thinking about, thinking about how Art Ensemble relates to Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Uh, I always think of, I think a lot of it, I think a lot about Stockhausen. And the thing now, it's interesting when you look at Stockhausen is he's got his early like orchestral works and then he's got the works he's famous for which is all the the electronic stuff Mm. but the conceptual framing of the two 
music is actually very similar. It's what he used to express the framing that makes the the electronic music sound so drastically different that he used electronic instead of an orchestra. And for me, it's a similar thing with, I can not, 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 let me not push it that hard. It's not that, that strong an analogy. You can draw an analogy between what Art Ensemble does and what Tubman does if you think of it in terms of, okay, it's the same sort of idea frame, but we're actually using the technology that we use as mm. opposed to the technology from mm-hmm. the turn of the century. And in addition to the, the technologies, it's also a question of they have their own agent to the future that goes from ragtime to you know funk in the 70s, whatever. Our agent to the future you know, s- starts... You, you know, in Mississippi, and it goes through, you know, uh, Detroit techno <laughs> up up through, you know, up, up through sampling, up through the next level to the, you know, f- through, you know, all of the Sun Ra past all of that. So it's a different set of ingredients. So you're going to get a different result. But for me, it's really interesting just to kind of hear the parallels in a certain kind that I hadn't even really noticed, you know, today. I'm just kind of listening to this and I'm kind of like, okay, this really, when you're doing, when when you're using these instruments, you know, there's, there's not that many, there's, on one hand, there's ultimate great ways to deal with things. But on the other hand, when you're dealing with, framings and cultural framings there's a way it's going to work and there's a way it's not going to work and the thing that is really interesting about art ensemble is that it always works (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like there's never like what happened they're having a bad night it's like you never even (laughs) even if they actually were it's like their their the knowledge that they carry inside them doesn't allow that mad night to express itself as bad music and, and there's and there's just also just such raw beauty, you know. I mean, I'm I I'll tell you the truth. I have not listened to the Art Ensemble Chicago for a while. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time listening to them over the years, live records, whatever. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I can't even say how long it's been since I listened to them, and I'm just hearing the sonorities of how those horns blend and the just the raw beauty of uh, Jarman playing bass clarinet or whatever it is or the w- Lester's trumpet with Roscoe the the way they come together is just uh, stunning just yeah and it's gorgeous it's also interesting now in the context of we have a new generation of musicians <coughs> who listen who who have access to all of the information and it's a thing I mean you know I mean I'm uh, you know I was guilty of that it's just you know when you're a kid you're a kid but to hear somebody come who come who came up at a certain era play to hear the choices that they make you know such you know so non-stereotypical it's like he's never really doing what you would imagine he would be doing like you know none of them you know they they're making these really interesting choices that are informed by 
the culture they were in at the moment as opposed to being informed by some sort of archaeological thing. And that's that's the other thing that's really interesting to hear this now, just that aspect of it, you know. I mean, we can't put ourselves back in 77 or what life was like then, so we can't make, you know, we can't make the choices that they're making, but it's, for me, the th- my takeaway today is really kind of just like, okay, so what, thinking about, you know, Tombers and thinking about blends, what is really of this moment and not necessarily what is jazz or not jazz. It's just like what what is music? And that's really that's really kind of what I'm taking away from actually listening to the stuff right now. Melvin Gibbs is my guest tonight, Deep Focus, tonight on Art Ensemble Chicago. We've talked a bunch about Harriet Tubman, the band that you lead with J.T. Lewis and Brandon Ross. That we co- we call lead. <laughs> lead, yes. yes, yes. You can you can, you know you can get away with saying it that way, but I can't. We we're we're no, we're a band lead. of equals here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I said you lead yeah. with them. Yes. Yeah. And um, new album, "The Terror and of Beauty." Yeah. And um, but you also periodically come forth with these conceptual evenings of one stripe or another. Yeah. And uh, we haven't talked about that, and I wonder if there's anything you want to... Well, you know, I have this long-lost record that I need to finish on my Melvin Gibbs Magnum project, which is my sort of uh, hip-hop-y slash jazz project that I'm going to actually finish. And that is with... The band is myself, the great singer rapper Kakai who has uh, been he's a member of the Five Elements right now um, and we did this great piece for the artist Arthur Jaffa a few months ago he's going to be on it Kasser Overall is part of it the drummer and rapper and he's going to do his little vocoder thing I've got a great keyboard player Paul Wilson and we're and and uh, DJ Logic Jason Killer oh, Killer yeah, is yeah. also involved. So I, I need to finish that record. Yes, and, yes, you do. And uh, on the latest issue of Wire magazine, mm-hmm. which is not available in the states yet because it's always a month behind. Well, actually, in the latest issue that's in available in the states, you'll see a little, you'll see a nice little thing. I got like a little thing in there. So, but next month. Current the current issue. If you're if you're a subscriber, you can get it now. I've got a song on their CD uh-huh. uh, from a pro- another project that I will definitely finish because it's out Good. there, which kind of I kind of half finished, which is a project I'm, I call Melvin Runs the Hoodoo Down, which is a thing that I did with Pete Cozy and John Medeski and Casey Benjamin. Uh, those name, if those names don't mean anything to you, Pete Cozy was the great guitar player who was with Miles in the 70s on the Pangea Gotha Get Up With It. Uh, John Modeski is Modeski of Modeski, Martin, and Wood. Casey Benjamin was uh, Robert Glasper's right-hand man for many years. He's gone off on his own now, and I'm very happy that he has done so. And um, also, the great keyboard player, Nashe Allen Gums, is on there. Wow, yeah. And... Uh, my Tubman cohort, J.T. Lewis, is on there on drums, and uh, Napoleon uh, Maddox, the great uh, rapper B-Pox out of Cincinnati, is on there. And that's another project that will get done sooner rather than later. I, I want, I want, there's actually, so I want those two things out, hopefully in the next six months. And 
In addition, I've been doing a project that collaboration with a scientist, mm-hmm. a scientist named Stefan Alexander, who's currently uh, teaching at Brown, U- Brown University. He's a theoretical cosmologist. Uh, he's also the president of the Black Physicists Association, I believe. Just recently, he got elected. He got, you know, he's officially the president of that organization now. He put out a book three years ago now, I think, called The Jazz of Physics, where he discussed the connection between Einstein and Coltrane. And I really liked that book, so I reached out to him. And we basically have been doing a project based around some of the ideas that he discussed that were the connections between Einstein and Coltrane. And uh, we'll do, we've been doing a bunch of gigs over the years, and we're going to continue to do stuff. And I plan, I'm working on, uh, bringing that project into bigger uh, notoriety. You know, I got a couple of things I'm working on to try to kind of get a residency for it and make sure that people can know what that is because that's that's really, really digging into my conceptual side with that. You know, know, it's kind of like, that's the other thing I'm kind of looking at. And one more thing before I wrap, I actually did my first like art thing this year. I'm very happy about that which was uh, back in April. Uh, I did a thing for the 50th anniversary. Did you come to that? Yes, I did. Yes, you did come to that. Uh, it was called King's Market Now Closed, and it was a, a, a performance for the 50th anniversary of Martin Luther King's assassination. So I'm going to do some more art stuff this year. I have this one. Uh, in Smell-O-Vision. In Smell-O-Vision. Yeah, I used scent as my art because instead of actually making a, a visual thing, I used uh, scent as, as, the, as the art and I have uh, Biennale I'm doing in May. I'll probably do another scent piece for that. You know? And uh, so I'm doing that as well. You know what I mean? Move, I'm trying to do all the things I want to do. A whole other sense that's almost unexplored from a per- performance point of view as far as I know. It's yeah, there's, there's a few, uh, you know, it's kind of like... Well, anytime there, you say that, there's yeah, There's be- a few artists that do it, but it's not... It's it's a underexplored territory, yeah. and and so uh, emotionally resonant. Yeah, and that's and the memory, thing. And, and I think that's why it's underexplored because you know art is supposed to be aesthetic, and you're not supposed to actually engage with it. But you don't have a choice with sense. Yeah, and you yeah, have yeah, yeah. you have to engage with it, and that's what's interesting about it to me. So that's why I'm going to continue right, working with it. That's true too. Yeah. It's going to get in there, isn't it? Yeah, you can. Some of it's going to follow you home. <laughs> what <do> you, <laughs> that's cool. I oh, didn't yeah. even think about that. But. Well, it's, it's hilarious. You reminded me of many years ago. Uh, I spent all night at this voodoo ceremony, you know, and I showed up home at like seven, in the, <laughs> you know, and this was pre-cell phone, right. you know, so I was just like gone. You know, I left out of the house like in the afternoon and I came home at seven the next morning and, you know, I should, you know, I come strolling in the house and my son's mom is there and she's kind of like, I was at a hoodoo ceremony. And, <laughs> and she kind of looks at me and she walks over to me and, uh, you know, the Florida, I don't know if you know, but it's Florida water is the official scent of a hoodoo ceremony. And I smelled like I had been swimming in Florida water all night. <laughs> and that's when she was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you, really, you really were at a hoodoo ceremony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, this time. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try that one again. Well, um, we, I, I 
Melvin, I say this every show, but the hours have flown by. We are in the waning moments. But uh, there is another moment, <laughs> magical moment, from a different show that we have not shared with the folks. And um, why don't you tell them a little bit about what we're going to hear. Oh, wait, before we do that. So you just talked about all these really cool things you're rolling out for the world. How do people stay on top of what you're doing? Where do they find out? Uh, you can reach me at music.melvin-gibbs.com. That's where you can catch up with me. Music.melvin-gibbs.com. G-I-B-B-S. Yes. All right. And this is a show from a place, from a festival that I played many times that is always simultaneously fun and strange. <laughs> yeah, You know what? We're only going to have time for this one piece. All so right. go ahead and take a little moment and tell them about that, please. Well, you know, the thing about you know, uh, our ensemble and you know, particularly Lester was they had a really great sense of humor as well as being these sort of, you know, genius level conceptualists, right? So we didn't really explore, you know, there's actually a song that they play that's sort of like a standard for all the kind of new generation jazz band song called Theme de Yo-Yo, which has been covered a bunch of times by everybody. We didn't play that today, but I wanted to play something that kind of shows the other side of, of what these guys do. So I'm not even going to introduce it simply because it's one of those. It's literally a song that everybody knows. So you'll you'll recognize it when you hear it. The show's called Deep Focus. I think we're going to say our fond fairly wells right now. I'm Mitch Goldman. Uh, we are WKCR FM New York, WKCR HD1. And... Uh, I want to thank Melvin Gibbs for coming up and putting the deep focus on the Art Ensemble of Chicago tonight. And thank you for having me. I always enjoy coming, and um, I had a great time. Saalfelden, Austria. Österreich. Österreich. 1987, Art Ensemble of Chicago. Yeah, that was the year, I guess, did they have the... uh, they used to have an ostrich farm out there. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. So I was I was in Salfelden with Shannon in 1987. Right. Oh, this was the same year. Then. Same year. Did they yeah. have ostriches there? I don't remember ostriches. Yeah, that must have been the 90s when they had the ostriches. Yeah. There. I remember hiking up into those hills too, but that's a story for another time. Yeah, and the fast cars going. <laughs> so I remember being. I remember going there in January once, and they put us in one. You know, so you know, Shannon being Shannon, <laughs> he asked for the fastest possible car, right? So we're like zipping through the mountains and this, you know, and these icy roads, and Shannon's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I'm gonna die." <laughs> Last taste of music from the Art Ensemble Chicago.
That's our program. I sure hope you enjoyed it. Deep Focus is the name of the show. I'm Mitch Goldman, and uh, this episode from December 10th, 2018, Melvin Gibbs was my guest, and the Art Ensemble of Chicago is what we were focusing on. Uh, if you enjoyed it, you should subscribe. You should uh, become part of this, and we've got new stuff going up every week. You'll find us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or um, Podcast Republic. Podbean is our host. You can go there. Go to Podbean. You can find us at mitchgoldman.podbean.com. And yeah, subscribe. You'll get uh, new stuff each week. You can see all the past episodes, library that's building up um, all the time. And uh, if you like it, tell folks you like it. Tell some people about it. We're always going to be free. And um, I hope it's a good way to... Help your friends understand this music that they think uh, is not for everybody. How's that? It is. It is. It is. It's any. Well, I don't have to tell you. You know. Okay. It's Deep Focus. Check out another episode. What are you doing standing around the corner for? <laughs>